Hello, fellas. It's good to see you tonight. Uh, Jay? Yeah. <laughs> Buddy. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm so sorry. Wor- worst, sorry worst case scenario, right? Worst case scenario. Perfect timing, too. Right. I, like, right. I, like mean... I was hitting, like, I was hit, I hit Zoom. And you know what it happened? It happened when I hit your link to join the Zoom. Yeah. And it went. Yeah. And then when I reached over to hit to move the mouse as I was taking a drink, you know, I couldn't chew bubble gum and walk at the same time, right? So, anyways, what we're talking about, everybody, is a like three drops of coffee, and big drops. I take big sips. Um, fell between my legs onto the concrete because I have over that in that area in my small office is just concrete floor, concrete, and it splashed perfect up onto my motherboard of my PC, which I had open because I was trying to tweak it a little bit. And it completely sparked and popped and fried my whole computer right before we were starting the show. So that's where <laughs> I'm at, man. I'm on my iPhone with the pods on, and I am doing the show, and you are recording the audio. Well, you look and sound good. So if there's a positive, then it's it's that you look and sound good. Yeah, but you we, both uh, always look and sound good. So <laughs> we, uh, we can see your books you're reading behind you there. Yeah, yeah. Very studious. Yeah, yeah, yeah you are studious. I am, I'm, <laughs> are studious. I am in the classroom, man. Look at I even got the classroom it looks, tree up dude, down Dude, look, look at that. Look at that. I love it, yeah. man. That's that's feels feels very homey. I love that. Well, that's, I don't got the desk great. in here because we cleared the area. Out. Um, here's the thing: when we play the Oculus, we come down here because we can clear the yeah. area. Out. But uh, let me tell you what: don't put the desk back and have uh, the teacher come downstairs. Trouble, trouble, Ooh, huh? Boys are in I trouble. I made that mistake. No, I made that mistake one time. Never again. M- Mike, you uh, it might be time to update furniture, buddy. Um, you're you're kind of in a nineteen, uh, maybe late eighties or nineties living room here. I don't know what it is. I said fresh prints. It's not. I need to. I, all I got. Hang on. I gotta. I gotta see. I gotta. See. Maybe when Mike talks, I can. Oh, there we go. Uh, no, it is Roseanne. No, Roseanne has the afghan over the couch. That doesn't have an afghan on the couch. Oh my, only you would know if an afghan was on a couch. What is well, that? Well, that was a famous afghan. That is from The Cosby Show. The Cosby Show. I got you. Okay. All right. Yeah, I didn't remember now, you know. <laughs> yeah. Dr. Huxtable walking down the stairs. Sure. Uh, the be- better days, we'll just say that. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, fellas, um, I'm glad to see you guys are uh, are doing okay. I know it's... Uh, it's getting a little bit late, and I gotta say thank you all so much for coming. Because man, we got a fun show tonight. We uh, we're gonna do something that I think every just about family or kid, or if you're a just a, a fan of Disney, has done. So if you don't care, guys, I'm gonna bring us in and let's get this show started right about now. Round one was over. <laughs> Parents won. Kids sip. I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing: that was all started by a mouse. Just become best friends. Yep. Gentlemen, start your engines. To infinity and beyond. There's a touch of madness around here. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Disney Dads Podcast, show it's a little about us, a lot about Disney, and fun for the whole family. My name is Justin, and tonight I am joined by my brothers. I am so happy to see you. We uh, we haven't chatted as much because everyone's been super busy over the last couple of days, but uh, but we're here tonight, and we're here to talk Disney. 
Jay, Mike, how are you guys doing, fellas? Doing good. I'm doing. We have an unseasonably warm day today here in New York. It was like in the upper 70s. It was almost, uh, you know, spring, summer like. Uh, I know Justin. That's the usual, uh, you know, this time of year. Uh, Jay, I think it was in the 40s by you, right? So that's kind of warm, right? Oh, it's beautiful. It's just been beautiful the last 40s couple of days. Are no, no, I wore shorts to work the last couple of days, man. What you talking about? Oh, uh, it was sixty here. I kicked sixty-five here, and I kicked the uh, the heat on. Um, so yeah, we don't <laughs> we don't mess with that nonsense, uh, guys. Um, you know, we started talking about what we wanted to get into tonight for tonight's show. Um, before we do that, I want to uh, say a very special thank you to Delinda, who put a very nice post up on Facebook. Uh, um, congratulating us on three years of doing the Disney Dads podcast. Uh, mm-hmm. We just hit three years. We put out our first show. So, guys, congratulations on that. It's been a very fast three years. It's been, it's been very quick, very quick. Flies yeah, by. Much. I feel like it's like mm-hmm. having a kid, you know what I mean? And we had it as an infant, and now all of a sudden it's just talking and running around and breaking stuff and, you know, doing all that, all that good stuff. So, uh, it's catching cold. Yeah. It's been a good, it's been a good ride, man. Um, Mm -hmm. you know, and the one thing that we've always loved talking about, uh, with Disney is characters. You know, we love character meet and greets. We love seeing them in the park and we love them in the movies. And for tonight, we're going to talk about something that's individual for each of us. Uh, each of us are going to go through our top five, favorite Disney villains. Now, there is no um, there's no rules. You can do whatever you want. It doesn't have to be animated. It just has to be Disney-affiliated. Uh, we'll start with our number fives, and we'll work our way down, and we'll chat a little bit about why they made your list. So, Mike, why don't you lead us off with your number five, your top Disney villain? My uh, number five villain is going to be somebody who actually doesn't spend a lot of time in the movie but has a huge impact when she's in it, and that's Ursula from Mm. uh, The Little Mermaid. And, um, you know, fantastic character, evil to the core, and when you you break down the amount of screen time she has, it's really not a lot. You know, most of the movie all hinges around The Little Mermaid and her journey, but uh, for the small little time that she has some screen time, she has a huge impact on that movie. She's got two of the best sidekicks, too, with the eels. You know, mm-hmm. that, that are always there. And I, I looked her over multiple times when I was making my list. I kept thinking. I kept going back to Ursula. She didn't quite make my list. But she is the perfect Disney villain. And what's weird, too, man, is you take a Disney villain like that, and for most of the time, she's not even on the same level as as uh, as Ariel. Like, Ariel has legs, is on land, is doing this, and Ursula is still able to manipulate and do all the evil things she does from the sea so that's a that's a pretty good one uh ursula is a great great disney villain that i grew up with and uh and love well let's just here let me just throw this out there too because we don't need to do repeats um i made her my number two so let me just state why and then we can just gloss over perfect you don't gotta spend a lot of time talking about her um she did make my list and the reason she is my uh number two is um because a lot of her her um, villainous acts are um, like very deep psychological, and for her to want to rob um, like Ariel out of her voice, uh, and, and what she did, I mean, it was a it was a it was a bad contract, but for her to steal something um, of such importance, uh, really kind of is a, is like it, it just how how nasty of a person you are. Um, almost to the point where like, you know, it's like you have villains that are like, oh, there's the bad guy. And then you have people like this where 
like you just want to kind of want to just you know see their head on a stake sometimes you mm-hmm. know what i mean where like that's what they deserve so she's really a, a terrible terrible person and uh she was my number two would you give up your voice to gain legs Man, right yeah. now, people are screaming, yeah. I would give up anything for you all not to have a voice right now. <laughs> <laughs> would you, yet, we're that drug in their ear, and they yeah. keep coming would, back for would, more. Would you, uh, would you give up your, your voice for your legs? You mean if I was, yeah. uh, meaning that if I was... If uh, you're a fish, and, like if you're a mermaid, and you had the option to come know, to Would land. you give up your voice to, to get fins? To get what? Fins? Would you? Would you? No, but I don't want to... fins that bad. I'd like to breathe underwater for a little bit, but you know, I can get gillyweed for that. It's no big deal. Okay, all right. There's a Potter reference right. for people. Um, mm-hmm. Mike, you would you give up your voice for for legs? Uh he's no. thinking about it. No, 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 no. He did a smile and thought about it. Okay, I, I like it. Uh, Jay, what about your number five, buddy? Uh, Gaston. Now I and now I gotta stop you before we get into Gaston. Probably I'm surprised he's your number five. Uh because it with a villain, it's a love hate relationship. And I yeah. think you hate him more than just about any Disney character. I do. Mm-hmm. I hate him. I despise him. I, I think he's a chump. He's the epitome of of you know, he's that guy in high school that uh you laugh at when he gets beat up by the nerd. <laughs> um he's he is the um he is the he's like my anti like he's my anti me he is just i don't know man i mean the guy is just a a clown and um he just he preys on the weak and and you know it's just i just despise the guy so yeah i mean is he something where i like i want to take a bow and arrow and shoot him no he's not that bad but he definitely is a number five where like i'd probably leave him on the side of the road if i saw him without gas in his car does it make a difference that a villain sings something about a villain that sings like in in a bar no one you know like i i don't know mm-hmm. for me that makes him not as scary i'm like you know eh, look at that guy he does yeah, show no, tunes he's he didn't make scary. my list yeah i don't even have him on my yeah, list yeah he did not make yeah, he's not, my list he's not scary my he's list just a chump as well but i do agree he's one of the great disney villains i mean you talk about beauty and the beast one of the best films ever made saved Disney animation. I mean, one of those films mm-hmm. that saved Disney animation. So for Gaston to play the, the villain in those, that's a, uh, that's a huge, huge thing. Uh, I'm going to go with my number five. One of my favorite Disney villains, I think has one of the best songs. I was just talking about singing uh, and best scenes. And that's Dr. Facilier from Princess and the Frog. When he is singing and all of the spirits from the other side are coming through, dude, he is just an evil. He is the type of guy I feel like you would see on a back alley in New Orleans, like using voodoo and just an evil, evil dude trying to get his way with Princess and the Frog. I love seeing him in the voodoo parade. Yes. Yeah. It's a, it's a very cool character. You get to experience it at a very limited time. And, uh, you know, the Halloween party is one of those few times. Yeah. The epitome of <laughs> of darkness. I mean, I, he is he is scary. He's a scary dude, man, right? I mean, he definitely deserves to be on the list. So, um, you know, if I'm a child, I mean, you, you've got... Uh, you got shadows that are around him and bad ghosts. I mean, whatever, whatever. I mean, the demon ghost or, I mean, it, it doesn't matter. It's just, it's scary, scary. And uh, yeah, absolutely. The dude is just evil to the core. 
Yeah, when he's got he's he's in with the Shadow Man. I mean, like you know, he's mm-hmm. using these like evil spirits to get his way. That's that's scary. That's the kind of stuff that nightmares are made of. Nothing is free. And don't There's you, always a price. Yeah, isn't that a great line? You know, when he's just like, I mean, it's he uh, kind of reminds me of Ursula a little bit with the fact that yeah. he's always getting something for whatever he's giving you. Well, is it you know every every one of these villains? I mean, are just just as like the most evil narcissism that you can actually ever portray. Yep. I mean, that's what it is. It's all about me, 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 the evil guy, me, me, me. And the more they are, the more they embrace it, you know, I like them even more. That's a weird okay. thing, you know, cause they want, you want a villain to be bad. Like you don't, you don't want right. a villain to be like, eh, okay, he's bad, but he's good sometimes. Like I, I don't want that, that mix back and forth. I want a right. villain that is like, I know who I am and, Get ready, because here it comes. You know, all the evil's coming at you. Yep, yep. So, and I think Dr. Cillier's right there. Uh, Mike, you're number four, bud. My number four, and I had a hard time with number four, because this one could have cut in a couple of different spots, and uh, I'm pretty sure I probably made your guys' lists as well, but I'm going to put in my number four slot, Maleficent. And, um, I mean, amazing villain, uh, turns into a dragon, just, I mean, she had her own movie, you know, I mean, there was such a backstory to her, uh, great character when you get to meet at, at Disney World, uh, definitely, definitely in my top, I probably could have been in the top three, but I'll, you'll see who my top three are later, um, so Maleficent is gonna be my number four spot. Uh, I'll go ahead and jump in, because she actually, she did make my list, and she is my number two, um, I mean, she is like the queen of evil man i mean like she is when you look at maleficent and she not only is cunning and smart and you know really kind of beautiful um in her own way but she's also powerful and has magic and like she has everything going for her and i think when you see like somebody like sleeping beauty right um you look at aurora and you're like the innocence that she portrays and at no point does she do anything wrong to Maleficent. Like she's never, she's never done anything to make Maleficent hate her. Like she really shouldn't. And still for Maleficent to have this just cruel hatred towards this baby. You're like, Oh my gosh, what's wrong with you? You know, you have something. (laughs) Yeah. It's sick, man. You're mental. You are a mental person. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, did she make your list, Jay? No, she awesome. did not. Perfect. Wow. You're number four, no. Jay. My number four is actually Pete. Oh, <laughs> good one. So uh, the reason I picked Pete is because the dude is just like, he is the absolute, um, well, uh, let's just start with, I mean, can we say kidnapper? <laughs> <laughs> he's he's a uh, he's one that has absolutely zero, zero, um, uh, he doesn't give two, uh, Oh, what's the PG way to say that? He Too doesn't care about. Yeah, he doesn't care about uh, anything as long as is because I mean he'll hurt. He'll like set up booby traps or he'll do whatever he needs to do to get whatever he's trying to accomplish to better himself, whether it's many or whether it's money involved or whatever. So um, yeah, the guy's not like pure evil at heart, but he's not a real nice guy. Look, he's the ultimate uh, original Disney villain. You know, you can't have something that or someone that is a hero without a villain. You have to have right. a villain to make a hero. 
And right. Pete is that for Mickey. I mean, Mickey's had other people that, you know, he's gone against. But m- mainly it's Pete. If you really talk about his arch enemy, it's Pete. But I um, love watching Pete. Isn't he great? You know, it's such a great dynamic of, between him and Mickey. You know what's great about Pete, too, is he's not smart. He thinks right. he is. Right. He thinks he's a genius <laughs> when he comes up with these plans, stuff like that. But overall, he's not very intelligent. You know, he he's somewhat crafty in the way he kind of goes about things. But Mickey's always able to, you know, win the battle and win the day. Mm-hmm. But he's he's not really a smart villain. He's just a persistent villain. I mean, he's been doing it for 70 years. You know, right. he's just constantly like, all right, well, longer than that probably, you know. Uh, he's like, all right, let's do this. I'm going after Mickey yet again. It reminds me of he's the, Washington, he's the Washington Generals to Mickey being the Harlem Globetrotters. You know, he just keeps – he's <laughs> he never gives up. He's always in their face, always in, in Mickey's right. face. Justin, what was your number four? Uh, my number four is one that I think is the best turn in a movie. And I think it's 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 completely hits you out of nowhere. You don't see it coming. And that's Lotso from Toy Story 3. Yeah. Hmm. Lotso, when you see him, it's a cuddly, lovable, elderly bear that mm-hmm. is at Sunnyside there to hey, help Justin? yeah oh, i love you <laughs> to help the kid or to help the toys you know get acclimated and and get ready for this great life of lots of kids playing with them all the time and it turns to the point to where he's literally trying to kill all of Andy's toys mm-hmm. he's trying to burn them in an incinerator that is yep. dark man that's dark <laughs> i mean that's really dark when you talk about this level bear and what's weird too is he's still popular. Like, mm-hmm. kids still buy his plushes in the parks. You know what I mean? They want to meet him when they can. Like, he's a popular yeah, character. He smell, though? Do you he think does. they want him just for the smell? <laughs> yeah. 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 They should They should put him, they should give him the garbage smell. Like, it's... It, it, <laughs> oh, I know that smell. Yeah. He's, <laughs> I, I, think, I think he's a great Disney villain because you just don't see it coming. You know, right from the get of the movie with a lot of these, you know, that's the villain. But in this one, first time you watch it, you have no clue. You know, he walks out, he's using a cane. Uh, you know, they back him up in the dump truck there. And I just, he's hes the perfect, really a great Disney villain for me. for, for Especially for Toy Story. Uh, who are we on here? Jay? Jay, what is your me? number? Mike? Mike, did no, you know Jay? Oh, yeah? No, no, okay. no. Uh, number three. Oh, number to. three. Yeah, okay. go ahead, Jay. Do number three. All right. I, um, I'm going to say, I know you guys are hard on this movie, but it was one that I've always really enjoyed. And I'm going to Carlos too, but I'm going to Sir Miles Axelrod. Interesting. I'm, and, I'm ready to hear this. And um, look, you've got a guy who is willing to uh, destroy careers. You've got a guy who's willing to uh, cheat races and and hurt families. And when I say families, I say families loose. He's like the racers and, and their people that they're with. Um, it, all for the love of the mighty buck. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So you have a guy who is willing to lie, cheat, and steal to um, and, and destroy anything in his path. And or and this isn't a dig on big oil, but it's to get oil, right? Yeah. To to for, for the oil, and uh, but to lie about it and have this like super secret cover up, like, well, no, I'm really all the green, but really I'm all you know about oil. But I, and I don't even care about that aspect of it as much as in what he was willing to do to achieve it, and. Um, at all, at all costs, up to and including blowing the queen up. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, uh, yeah, he is uh, my number three villain. I need to give that another watch. 
I have, I, I've always been a huge fan of Cars 2. I like all the Cars movies. That one, I guess, I don't know. I, maybe because Mater is like the lead in that one. I don't know. It didn't stick with me as much. I don't know. Okay. But also Toy Story 2 for me is the weakest of the Toy Stories. But is it is it Mater? Do you think that Mater is too... Um, I think it's, not a, a very, it's too, so over too, the top. Okay. He's not. He's like an over the top lead character. So he's kind of like a Pee Wee Herman or a... Right. Uh, like one of those characters in those movies, either you really love it or it's like, eh, I can't really watch it. You know what it is, Jay? I think I would rather watch a James Bond-like figure than a figure that uh-huh. clumsily finds their way into being a hero. Yeah, but don't you think that they deserve Like instead of a Barney Fife-type hero. Yeah, but don't you think Barney Fife deserves to save the day once? Well, he saves it all the time, but accidentally. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, he carries one bullet in his pocket. You know, I mean, Mr. Magoo or you right. know, or uh, Inspector yeah. Gadget. I mean, all those guys can be clowns, but you know, it's in the end of it, it's uh, I think really allows people to sit back and go, you know what? Even even the clown, even the goofy kid, saves the day. I, you know, I don't know. I mean, it's kind of corny, but that's just uh, you know, I I, I think they deserve to, uh, to to see the spotlight as well. Nice. I like it. I like it a lot. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna go back and watch that one. Uh Mike, what about your number three, bud? My number three was similar to your number four, uh, keeping with the Toy Story theme, and I went with Sid. And um, you know, Sid's definitely he's a bad kid, and he kinda reminds me of some of the kids that I would hang out with in my childhood. Uh if not kind of resembles me in my childhood a little bit. You know, mean to my sister and kind of destroying toys <laughs> and um so that we have we have quite a bit in common. So Sid seems to be um a lot of personalities that are the same. But, you know, thankfully I grew up and uh, here we are now. But uh, Sid is definitely one of my uh, evil villain type bad guys. Out of all the Disney villains, do you see him? You're the, the most of you in him? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. And 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 the ironic part is obviously, you know, I'm, I work for New York City Department of Sanitation now. Yeah, and yeah. Um, he grew up in Toy Story 3 to be a sanitation <laughs> worker. So uh, there's a lot of similarities there. Maybe you are Sid. Let's start calling I, I calling Mike Sid. He likes heavy metal. Heavy, he likes heavy yeah. metal skull shirts, right. and I was really mean to my sister. So yeah, there's there's definitely that's Golly. why he made my number three. If this doesn't smell like a Scott Zobel Photoshop, I, I don't love know. it. Yeah, <laughs> I'll never I'll never look at Sid the same way again. That's uh that's for sure. He is a he's a good character though, man. I mean, mm-hmm. when you look at Toy Story, and uh, I, that's that's a tough one to make a villain out of. And they did such a good job with Sid. Let's skip Toy Story 2 with the Prospector, and let's move to, you know, Toy Story 3. Uh, really, really good. And even Toy Story 4 with Gabby Gabby. I liked I liked her in, in that one. Um, my number three, oh, man, probably my favorite Disney soundtrack uh, out of out of all the movies. It's up there. Uh, I'm going to go with Hunchback, and I'm going Judge Claude Frollo. You talk about evil. Holy moly. I mean, the movie starts with him murdering Quasimodo's mother. Mm-hmm. Um, on the streets, and then almost throwing Quasimodo down a well. Only the guilt uh, of of and the fear, you know, uh, of the church makes him raise Quasimodo. But he doesn't raise him; he puts him in a bell tower and visits him every now and then. Like doesn't let him leave. The guy has, you know, what Jay? It kind of goes back to your guest on. The guy has ultimate power, and he picks on the weak. Yeah. He picks on the weak and the needy, and he uses his power for that. Um, but man, also that's a dark movie. I don't know if Disney would ever make a movie again with a scene like Hellfire and all that, you know, going on in, in that the song, you know, in that movie. It's just that is a quality Disney villain. 
I mean, at all points. Yeah, I agree. It's a great movie, too. And there's a lot of people out there that I know have not seen it. Check it out. Seriously. Oh, they're missing out. Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. yep. so good. When they, when the church burns, I mean, he'll burn. He's, he even says, I'll burn Paris to the ground, you mm-hmm. know, to, to find Esmeralda. I mean, it's like, this is and Mike, dark Mike, stuff. before you say your number one, though, I want to try to guess your number one before you say it. Is that cool? We're at number two, yeah, yeah, right? Okay. We're at number two. Yeah, yeah. We're at number two, yeah. Yep. Okay, perfect. Uh, Jay, why don't you, uh, Jay, yours was Ursula. Mike, what's yeah, your number two? Ursula. Uh, my number two is going to be, I think it's going to be a lot of people's number one. And uh, I think Jay's probably got a good hint on what my number one is. But uh, my number two is going to be Scar from The Lion King. Okay. I'm assuming that's your number one, Justin? That is my number one. I he, figured it was that. I mean, he's, go ahead. He's fantastic. I mean, look. I told, I said earlier, my favorite thing about a Disney villain is that they embrace that they're evil. He not only embraces it, he loves it. He loves it. He gets that smirk whenever he does it. When he's holding the mouse and playing with it, you know, uh, at the beginning there, how evil is that? I mean, he has this thing's life in his paw, and he finds joy in playing with it. I mean, he's an evil, evil Dude, it's unreal. I I got nothing to add on it. I can't. It, it's, you said it perfectly. Mike, what? Why did you, why did you make your number one? My number or two. number two. Sorry. Uh, number two. Well, because he, he he's that persona of evil. You know, he's just like you said. He he's powerful. He's got that. You know, even though you had uh, James Earl Jones. Uh, as a, as a voice, uh, Jeremy Lyons is has got an incredible voice for Scar. Also, mm-hmm. I mean, it was two powerhouses of of you know uh, just dialogue, you know. And I think he just 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 the the plain evil that he is, you know, that look when he just on Pride Rock, he just complete villain. And I think that's why no regard, you know. And I just think that's why it makes him a really good villain. Yeah, I agree. And that's be prepared that whole song and that whole scene it's dark it's you know, i mean and the, with the uh, hyenas you know as his henchman he's man he's a good one he that's why he is my number one disney villain because he is i love the fact that he is so hateable is that weird yeah. I, you, a disney villain should be hateable man. i love the he fact hateable. that he's hateable but so, would you buy his merchandise yeah See, I wouldn't because I hate the guy so much. Oh, I would. Oh, he's a go, and he didn't make my list because he's not, not like he's not my uh, one of my favorite villains. But he is an absolute. He is the Disney villain to the core. So, so wouldn't it be cool? Like over at Universal, you get to meet Blue the Raptor, right? Like mm-hmm. the in the Raptor encounter. Wouldn't it be cool at Animal Kingdom if they did a Scar encounter where, like, oh, they, absolutely, you know, you go up and talk to him, yeah. like he's interacting yeah. with you. I mean that's yeah. that would be amazing, and he's just move along, you know, like has that whole feel to him. That'd be that awesome. Arrogance. That, oh, that, well, they yeah. have the talking, to, you know, talking turtle with crush. You could do yeah. the same thing with. Uh, they could do that, right? You're right. They could do it with computer animation. Yeah, it would well, be. They really could. It'd be incredible, absolutely incredible. So, who what we got? Yeah, that was my Jay's number that's two. That's my list. Yep, Jay, you're number two. No, oh, no we said Jay's number two. Jay's yeah, number two Ursula. Was, uh, Jay, you're Ursula. number one. Okay, my number one is Mother Gothel oh. and Rapunzel. All right, let's do this. I what? love this movie. Uh, okay, so Mother Gothel is um, when you when you take something from somebody that can never be replaced. Let's say, and this is dark, but uh, if a drunk driver takes a, a mm-hmm. child, you know what I mean, or um, those to me are, are 
incomprehensible sins. I mean, those are those are, and when I don't mean sins religiously, I mean as a as a community, um, because you you absolutely rob something that is that can never be replaced. Um, she robbed Rapunzel's youth. Mm-hmm. She yeah. stole her. I mean, she stole her childhood essentially, one hundred percent. That will never be replaced. For you to have such zero disregard of somebody else's um, time on earth. It, to me is is just so disgusting and for her to only to pretend like she cares and to pretend like she is the mother uh, yet ultimately her gut and her heart have zero regard for that 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 girl in the tower um, I mean this is essentially just a g-rated science of the lambs I mean instead of cutting it the skin is. you're cutting the hair yeah. right you know so, um, yeah, so Mother Gothel is my number one. And, um, you know, it could change. You know, I mean, my feelings and emotions change. But tonight, as I was sitting at dinner writing my list up, um, she was in. I was with my boys. Um, she was my, you know, incomprehensible, disgusting villain that I wanted as number one. And I have zero remorse if I would ever see her fall off the edge of the Grand Canyon because I could probably just finish eating my popcorn and walk away. It and is. feel nothing because she's that bad. It is sounds so lame. It's, uh, hello, Rapunzel. Um, <laughs> it's uh, it puts the hairbrush in its hand, um, or else it's gets. The <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, yeah, man. It's so I watched this last night. The whole thing. Oh, did you? I okay. just watched it last night. So we Riley and I had movie night. Katie worked, so we um, we watched Infinity War. Riley finally got through okay. the whole thing. Her mind was blown at the end. Um, so we yeah. still have end game to do. But then I think she was so oh, a little distraught. Yeah. Okay, yeah. She was a little yep. distraught at the end of Infinity War. Mm-hmm. And so she goes, can we watch Tangled? So Tangled for us has always been, that's been Riley's movie. When she was a baby, that was the only thing that would calm her down a lot of times was watching Tangled. And so we put Tangled on and we watched the whole movie together last night. And nice. you're right. There's so, it's not just the fact that she steals Rapunzel. It's mm-hmm. she continuously uses Rapunzel. Like she right. not once. And, and, you know, she never she always, and she plays that she loves her, and Rapunzel believes that she's loved, right. which is sad. You know, it, it but really then manipulates is her because yeah. Rapunzel's having these memories and these emotions of a different place, and she's being chastised for it. Like, yeah. oh, you know, it, it, yeah. So, hundred percent. I mean, th- to make it look like she's crazy. Well, she even manipulates her with the fact of when Rapunzel finally gets out, finds love, what she believes is love. Mm-hmm. Then she sets up this scenario to where it looks like the one person she's found that loves her just leaves her in the dust for money. Right. And you're like, well, yeah. you know what I mean? He's tied to a boat. Yeah. She can't see it though because of the fog. And she thinks I'm, you know, and then once again, mother Gothel's got her in her, in her trap, you know, has so. there, there's very few movies that I want to start screaming at the movie theater. You know, I'll be that one guy going, it's a trap. She's lying to you. Right. That is one of those movies where I was feeling it inside where I wanted to just reach through the screen and be like, Stop. Yeah, that's a good one, man. That's a, it's, and I looked at that one multiple times too. And uh, Katie and I, Katie and I talked. So and and she was like, "You should put Mother Gothel." I was like, "I know, I know," but I kind of had my list in my head. So let me let me guess. Mike's number one. Yeah. Go ahead. I'm gonna guess Vader. Yes. Oh, yes, I yes, knew yes. it. Yep. Okay. Easy peasy. That that was a no brainer. Uh, take that away from me. Jeez. <laughs> Been in so many <laughs> movies. Yeah, like, let it... just like kicks kicks my chair out from underneath me. Yeah, whatever. 
<laughs> no, I, definitely. I mean, Darth Vader is obviously, to me, one of the ultimate bad guys. He certainly would make the top number one on my list. Uh, when we were talking over this over family, like you guys were, we had dinner tonight. We were talking about what we were doing for the show, and we were talking about our favorite villains. And, of course, Darth Vader came up for me as being my number one villain. Um, and, you know, he's that one villain that you start to love in the end. You know, when, when Luke finds the good in him, and, you know, we all know the story. And uh, he kind of turns, and, and you kind of have a soft spot for him for the last couple of moments of his you know screen time so uh yeah darth vader is definitely one of my absolute top 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 villains so, of all time can i put a pin in this right here because i you know i just was thinking like vader is definitely was i mean he was a bad dude you know mm-hmm. he was um and, and i find and, and i, and I want to get to what you said about everybody started loving him at the end because i mean he he found redemption right so um so what made vader so special with that because he did atrocities well, because I think he had that turning point in the end where uh, the father-son love thing was, where he realized I did wrong. I don't think he ever is lovable or likable, though. Oh, I don't I think, know, man. I think, he's icon- Jedi, dude? I think he's iconic. Oh, no. I think he's I, iconic. Mike, Mike, we watched Return of the Jedi in the theaters. And at that very mm-hmm. end, I was like, okay. You, you guys watched what? Casablanca I'm... in the theaters, so I don't want to hear it. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. I wanted, I wanted, I wanted Darth to pull through at the end. Hey, and like, I didn't mean to make that as a reference, but I mean, essentially, they were the same. I mean, it's the atrocities were there. You know, I mean, the, the dude was that bad of a guy, and, and a lot of people do, including myself, where it was like he, I felt like he redeemed himself, and by saving one person, his. No, you guys are no, you guys are crazy. He's not likable at all. He's likable as a villain, but he's not likable as a guy. He doesn't save himself. Eh, nah. The dude has his own theme song when he walks in the room. Stop. Nah, nah. He's just misunderstood. Yeah, I don't know all right. All right. yeah uh, but he is definitely definitely one of those villains here. And I'll, I'll close up on that. Where Mike, you're you're dead right. Where he is, um, he's such a such a, a bad bad disgusting person. But in the end. Um, it, it's almost like he becomes the anti-villain, and it's uh, it's just a it's a truly uh, magnificent transformation that George Lucas was able to, to to do that. You know, that was magical how he was able to do that. Probably the most iconic I think part of that ever, was. Though. Well, I yeah. think part of that was the scene where he grabbed the emperor when his son was right. being killed, and he had the, he had the love and the emotions for his son. So it just showed that little spark of mm-hmm. I I do have a caring bone in my body. And, you know, I'm, I'm going to save my son, even if it means my, myself being succumbing to death, you know, with whatever it was with the, you know, lightning bolts and him being right. shocked himself. Well, and he was an invincible guy, too, that was just unstoppable. But then you see him at the end where he's vulnerable and his helmet's off and he's dying and he's taking his last breath. And, and uh, you know, and I don't know if that plays in the religious aspect, but, you know, he's just asking for forgiveness before he goes, you know, with the son. So, um, yeah, it was definitely uh, George definitely did a good job with that. If you, um, we went through our top five. What was the one that you had the hardest time leaving off, Mike? Uh, the Maleficent. That was the hardest one that I had to leave off. That 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 one came back and forth. That uh, almost beat out Ursula. She was going to be in our top also. She was the one that was having a hard time not putting on the list. Didn't you pick her? Yeah, you, yeah. She was your number four. Oh no, I'm sorry, not Maleficent. <laughs> Let me do that over again. So the hardest one was. Uh, it's <laughs> live, buddy. We're live. We're live. <laughs> no, the hardest one I had to leave off was from Tangled. I'm sorry. Oh yeah, Mother God. Been a long night. Yes, 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 yes. yes <laughs> Jay, yes. what about you, buddy? Uh, believe it or not, Maui. Maui. 
<laughs> yeah, I know. That's a I villain? Know, that's crazy, right? He is yeah, kind of a villain, though, whole, at first. The whole yeah. movie's because he screwed up. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, he did take the heart of Tafiti. based on all, these, all those islands were destroyed because of him. Yeah. And even though he thought he was nice, or he was doing the right thing, negligence is still negligence, yeah. you know? So the guy is just, I don't care if you had three drinks and got into a car accident. You still drank it. Yeah. You know? Yep. So, yeah, I was, I was really going to pull Maui, but uh, he redeemed himself, too. Mine was uh, I had a really hard time not putting this guy on because I think he's I think he's probably the most currently uh, relatable Disney villain. I think every Disney fan kind of sees this guy as a Disney villain, and that's like Gavin Newsom, Open Disneyland. Mike, picks of the week coming up here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Patron show. Patron show. <laughs> Mike brings in picks of the week, buddy. All right, guys. You know, we were talking about some of these character meet and greets, and some of these character meet and greets you get at special occasions like, you know, Boo to You parties or at some of the theme parks you can see these guys and uh, and villains. And, you know, when you get to meet these people, you get to great pick pictures with them, and you can post those pictures on our Facebook group. And on our Facebook group, we have some amazing pictures, and that brings me to my favorite thing every week, and that would be Picks of the Week. Picks of the Week. Picks of the Week. Time for it's us time to for get our picks of, of the week. Jay, what's your pick of the week? Uh, this, I mean, once again, I, I see this is tough. There's some good ones, but I'm gonna go with Faith Elizabeth Keller, and uh, she's got her daughter Melody, uh, and she's got the Minnie Mouses up in the high chair, and um, you know, it was just uh, some cheer courtesy of my mother-in-law, so. I do want to throw this out there. She goes, I'm so thankful my husband made Melody become obsessed with Mickey and Minnie. So, um, you know, that, that's awesome. I mean, it's going to be a lifelong journey of fun and family fun and discussions and all the good stuff that comes with it. So, Faith, thank you for sharing. Very cool. Good pick. Justin, what do you got me, buddy? I'm going to go with one person but a bunch of pictures. How about that? Uh, I'm going to go with a good sure. buddy, Cheryl Pavia. I mean, Cheryl is down at Disney now. She's going to be at Disney, I think, for like two weeks. Um, and somebody I'm going to get to see here in a couple of days. Um, and she's posting all these pictures. But she did have, I think, a subtle jab at me with one of the pictures. <laughs> so I'm going to pick it. Uh, she is in Galaxy's Edge. And she says, um, I've rode Rise of Resistance. I've done it four times. I appreciate it more each time. Uh-huh. I see what you're doing there, Cheryl. Mm. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. <laughs> I will see you soon, my friend. Can't wait. Yeah, you're going to be down there in a couple of days. Yeah, do two days. Yep, three days. Yeah, yeah. so cool. so apparently Rick Reagan and, and uh, Dan Rossi had to call and tell me that he was going to be down there too. Yeah. That's nice, Dan. That's nice, Dan. Have fun, buddy. Have you all noticed I all stopped right. mentioning it all together? I just don't say anything. I'm like, I'm not going to say anything. I'm good. <laughs> I don't know if all these guys are excited to see you, man. Everybody's excited to get down there. I know Dan is excited to get down there. And, and um, yeah, I mean, you guys are going to have a great trip, man. You're going to have a bunch of good people down there and – my good buddy Rick's going to be down there with you, and, mm-hmm. and he mentioned Woodford once or twice in the conversation. Yeah, that, I don't know. That's, could... that's that's a standard. Yeah, we're doing the treehouse for one night, and uh, I called dibs mm-hmm. on top bunk, and um, yeah, we're just. I mean, we're not even going to leave. We're, we're going to go to Springs. But we decided, nah, let's just stay there. We're just going to stay there and cook mm-hmm. some steaks, and you know, hang out. We're not. Yeah. We're not even going to head over to Springs, so it'll be good. Yeah, and yeah, I'm sure absolutely. those pictures will be picks of the week, but probably on the Patreon. <laughs> yeah, no doubt, right? <laughs> for yeah, sure. A little, 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 little too much for us. Uh, but, uh, Mike, but should be Mike fun. how about yours, buddy? 
Yeah, my pick is going to go to Michael Henderson, and he has a picture of some old Disney figures, Mickey and Minnie Mouse from probably 1984. Very cool pictures, uh, very cool little figurines. Uh, I love seeing the old school Disney stuff, and uh, it's nice because, you know, you, you can't get that anymore. You know, you can't go down in the park and buy them. So uh, very cool, and uh, definitely enjoyed seeing those. Awesome, man. Some awesome pictures this past week. Uh, keeping it Disney, lots of people in their house. I know a lot of people are looking forward to get back to the park, so... It'll be good once we get more and more people in the parks and uh, can see those pictures there as well. Uh, but, guys, one way to keep it Disney is through this show. It's one reason why we do this is to uh, every week put out a show that you know spreads a little bit of Disney magic, a little Disney positivity, and we hope you're enjoying it. But one way you can show us some love is to pick up your phone right now, go over to iTunes, slap us five stars, leave us a comment if you enjoy what we're doing. That really does help us grow the show, helps us reach more people. Um, we really, really, really do appreciate that. You, of course, can reach out to us as well, DisneyDadsPodcast at gmail.com. You can give us a call, 317-WDW-DADS, 317-939-3237. And, guys, during uh, during this time, when you have time on your hands, if you are new to the show, now's the time to look back. Now it's time to go back over the last three years of shows and find uh, some of those really special ones maybe we've done, whether it be the Disney Dads shows or the Disney 8 or Walking with Walt. Uh, we've had a lot of great interviews with a lot of great guests, so scroll back through, download those episodes, and check those out, and we appreciate you guys giving us your time throughout the week to uh, to let us be in your ear to talk Disney. Um, guys, thanks so much for coming tonight. This is awesome. I love talking Disney villains. One of my favorite things about October and September at Disney is the fact that we typically get Disney villains more prominent in the parks. I wish we had Disney villains year-round you know, in the parks. I think that would be special, um, even if there was a special area that was just a villains area. Um, I would take that year-round. I think uh, all three of us appreciate those uh, characters and those meet and greets. So I really appreciate but doing this tonight. They they did a great job. Did you get into Magic Kingdom over the Halloween season? Yes. I loved, I was on with Rach and I was like, I am hearing boo to you yeah. in Main Street. Yeah. This is cool. And the pumpkins You know what I mean? That was and, yeah. absolutely amazing. So some of the parades. So Disney, I got to give you props for that. I, I want to personally thank you, um, Disney parks, you know, Magic Kingdom, especially, uh, for, uh, for, for doing that. That was really kind of incredible to, to experience a little bit of the Mickey's not so scary during the middle of the day at Magic Kingdom. So that was awesome. Yeah. And the cavalcades too, the character cavalcades mm-hmm. where you got yeah. the villains coming through. So that was cool. That was really, really cool. So yeah, I agree. 100%. Jay. Um, Disney family, thank you all so much. Uh, guys, closing words. Uh, Justin, I'm going to miss you next week. You're going to be uh, off in the kingdom, hanging out with some of our near and dear Disney family. Uh, give them my best. Tell them I miss them all and hopefully get to see them soon. Um, you know, they're people that I love vacationing with. I love their families and, and they're just great people. So, dude, enjoy your time. We're certainly going to miss you. And uh, Jay, you and me, buddy, next week. And yeah, yeah. We I'm still, got a special guest we coming do, on, we too. We do. I got a good friend coming on here. We're going to talk. We're, we're, you know what? We're just going to have a nice show. It's going to be it's going to be a not miss nice show. Grab a cup of coffee, hot chocolate. If you're at work, just enjoy it because I think it's going to be great. Um, Justin, I do want to say, Mike, I'm taking that as you were handing it oh, off. Yeah. To me. <laughs> um, Justin, have a safe trip, buddy. I know there's a lot of people down there that you're going to be meeting up with. Have some fun. Uh, make some contacts. You know, it's uh, life. Life is too short, my friend. And um, and just enjoy that time down there with Katie. Uh, that's such a nice thing to just just get in a car and go. You know, it's such a cool thing. Um, I do want to give in our regular show. I want to I want to say thank you to our Patreon members. Um, and and I don't do that. I mean, I I do that on the Patreon side, but I want to do it here too. And the reason I want to do that 
is because you guys are the ones that are driving the show forward and supporting the show. And I want to personally thank you in front of everybody for being those people that uh, stand by us and actually, you know, um, just, just are, are there for us, giving it that, that financial hug on top of the regular hug. And I just want to personally thank you for that. So every once in a while, I need to, to do that and to reaffirm, um, you know, like how much we appreciate you guys, just so everybody can know that. 100%. Well, fellas, have an awesome night. Patron family, stand by. We'll be right back, and we'll have a lot of fun with you over there. Guys, until next time. From Mike, Justin, and myself, we want to say thank you. And remember, always keep it Disney. Each of us has a dream, a heart's desire. It calls to us. And when we're brave enough to listen and bold enough to pursue, that dream will lead us on a journey to discover who we're meant to be. All we have to do is look inside our hearts and unlock the magic within. Ready to begin. Let the world... And that's a wrap. This has been YDF Media Productions.